So I'm a little emotional tonight uh, because a, a, a friend of mine that I met in this apartment complex where I live, like, she has a lot of uh, PTSD issues. Now, I'm, I'm going to talk about pressure tonight. So she, she has a lot of PTSD issues and she's highly manic, extremely manic. And, and my heart goes out to her. She's been evicted and my heart goes out to her. And I, I, I just kind of, you know, I just talked to her and I'm really kind of like emotional. Um, because people are just tired of her. Like, you know what I mean? She has a lot of stuff and you know what I mean? And she's just doesn't know how to figure it out. I get PTSD on an extreme level. I, I get it like no other. I get mania on an extreme level. Um, if you've listened to my trailer, the second part of my trailer I'm talking about, I stood in front of the refrigerator. I'm no, no, no. I stay. I, I unplugged the refrigerator. I, I turned off all the lights. I did this, you know, I unplugged the TV. I turned the air off because the noise was too loud. The engine from the motor, the motor from the refrigerator was too loud. I couldn't hear. And, you know, I stood in the door for hours staring at the people because somebody was going to come get us and they were going to kill us. And I lived like that for 30, 20, 30 years, uh, a good 20 years at least. I, I lived that way. And people didn't know. People just legit did not know because it was something that I went through and I was too scared to talk about it. I felt like I was uh, schizophrenic. I would, you know, um, I would know that I was tripping and I would start talking to myself like, okay, I'm not going to do this tonight because it never happens. Nobody's coming. But I could not escape it. When it was that time of night, it something clicked in my brain, and I was just there. I could not not acknowledge that. I could not not be there. It was a very messed up way to live. Um, and then in 2013, I finally broke down and started bringing that, exposing all that, and I got healed from it. You know, I started the process of being healed, and I talked about that in a different episodes so I'm not going to go into deep detail but I also struggle with uh, uh, mania I guess they call it uh, bipolar mania uh, I, I, I go in and out of these manic episodes and even after I dealt with the PTSD and got my life restored you know um, they had to do a lot of EMDR uh, training with me, if y'all know what that is, but uh, for for me, the way they explained it to me was that when you go through something traumatic, you know, it it goes to your short term memory, and then you process it, and it goes to your long term memory, and then when something triggers that memory, you feel it, you relive it, but then it goes back, and you're able to function it. For me, everything just kind of stayed in the short-term memory, so it, I would relive it so much. It was just, it was all my reality. It was all my current reality. It didn't process the way it was supposed to. So, 
I don't know how to make that make sense past that. Um, and this isn't about me, but I'm just trying to explain that I understand PTSD on, on an insane level. And that's what she deals with. She deals with a lot of PTSD. You know, life has chased her, beat her. You know, she's it's dogged her. You know, I mean, <clears throat> it's changed her thinking, her 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 value, her her ability to love, and all of these things. You know, and and it's messed her up. You know, and it did exactly that for me. Now, the mania uh, was something that I have just, I really have to fight with the mania. I, I just, I lose friends uh, behind the mania. So I have to really, really have to remind myself to, ah, 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 don't do it. Because when my mania kicks in, it's like, in my mind, this is so freaking important. This is so crucial. I have to talk about this and I have to get it all out and I will just vomit everything in my mind on you. And people, uh, people have rejected me because of that. You know what I mean? And I remember the last time I tried to talk to somebody about it, you know, I was very aware that I was kind of like bugging them. Like I was getting on their nerves and I called them to talk about like, how do we resolve this? And, I think they were just done. Like they, they, uh, they, uh, they felt like, you know, they, they came from me with opposition as if I was attacking them and I was trying to come to them very humbly, but they took it that way and it just got really messy. Uh, and it never got resolved. It never got resolved. They never came back and said, Hey, that was a bad deal. That conversation. Let's try to, uh, figure it out, you know what I mean? And it crushed me that they never, that they felt so justified in it that, you know, I mean, and, and, and it crushed me more so because when I get real about it, it was because I knew I was an annoyance to them and they didn't want to be bothered with me no more. And they didn't want to come back and apologize and make it okay. They didn't want to come back and help me try to figure it out. They legit just needed me to be gone, you know? Uh, um, and that was a huge pill to, that was a huge, that huge pill to swallow. I really had admired that person, really looked up to that person. Um, that's one thing that I have to work on. It, I really have to be mindful of not glorifying people to that, to a, to, to, to great of an extent. Like I would just kind of like can worship somebody because of their, of the way they navigate through life or the way they get certain things that other people don't get, you know, and they'll understand something about me that other people don't understand. And I will just go there, you know, and, um, and, uh, so I, I had got crushed and, and I guess the whole crushing part of it was that I knew they were, they didn't want to apologize. They, they legit just needed me to be gone good riddance. And uh, so I get that. And I've had my, you know, some of my friends have really been patient with me knowing, you know, just took the patience with me to say, you know, I know she's in this space. You know, I know she can't quite help it right now. 
And she getting on my damn nerves. <laughs> she, 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 this is stressing me out. But, you know, I'm just going to kind of ignore it. And, you know, um, they were just gentle with me about it, you know. And, and I would... I. I I I, uh, I constantly have to keep that mania under uh, under control. I really have to, so I don't lose my friends and my loved ones. It's very important because I have lost them. I do lose them. So anyway, so I go in these mania stages, you know, where my mind goes into this. Oh my God, this is so freaking important. I've got to, you know, like I can't not, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I get the mania. I get the mania uh, that she has. Her mania is just 24-7 nonstop. You, you, she doesn't have the calm moments. She doesn't have those. She has the, uh, uh, you know, and this is how life has came at her in this manic way. And like, I felt like life, it came me in this manic way. Like every time I turned around, I was getting these three pieces shot at me. Like nothing was ever like I, when I had a breather, it was just to kind of prep myself for the next round of fight coming to me so that's how life had came at me and that's how it had affected me and my thinking and my my mental capacity my emotional capacity to understand what this is and when I you know I went off the medication mental health medication I took myself off mental health medication a long time ago and I started learning how to deal with it and I guess if I took a pill, I would just be calm and low-key or whatever, I guess, you know. But I, I've decided to, you know, whether I win or lose, eventually it, I'm going to overcome this. And and uh, so I'm very grateful for the people that have not walked out of my life. And I'm very grateful that I don't just try to use this opportunity to like, I'm maniac. And so I'm just going to vomit all over you whenever I feel like it. And you should be my friend. And you know what I mean? I'm grateful for both sides of it. So hard to navigate through life. Um, but anyway, back to my friend. So she feels like everything is against her. And so much has been against her. And nobody really wants to deal with her. Oh, she's crazy. Da, 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 da. She just rambles she's always talking you know and uh i have taken the time to listen to her and 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 to like because i get it i get it girl i ooh, girl i get it so it gives me the capacity to listen because she does have important things to say and but there's so much rambling, you got to pay attention. But if you catch her say the right thing, it has been. I remember times I've uh, hit up my Cody. I'm like, she just said this, and whoa, you know what I mean? Um, really great moments of of understanding. You know, she has schooled me on some things. 
she has said some things that have made me uh, go within to try to figure out, you know, she said something, I want to do a whole podcast on it. Uh, she walked up to me one day and she looked at me and she said, when you look in the mirror, who are you? Where are you? What are you? When are you? Why are you? <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and maybe that doesn't mean anything to anybody, but it 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 pumped the brakes for me. Like, oh wow, like that's really freaking deep, man. That's insane. You know, like to really get down and to start breaking those questions down. In you know, like it's that's. A lot of self-awareness can be found right there. So I, so she would say things and it would just like, like, whoa, that was deep. That's heavy. Like, you know, it, it, it applied to my life. It, it, it helped me. But then there would be a lot of rambling, a lot of rambling. But you know what I mean? Um, I get it. I, I got it like 100%. And there would be times when I would be just like, I just need to be still and be quiet. And I came outside just to like not have to deal with anything. Enjoy the outside and stuff like that. And I would see her and I'd be like, oh no, you know what I mean? Oh no. And I would have to like prep myself. I would literally have to like prep myself. And you know, I'm, and when it would become too much for me, like, cause I just wasn't in that headspace at the time, you know, I would, I would always have to be mindful of not to just get up and walk off, you know, just to be very mindful of how I'm going to deal with, uh, ending this conversation, cutting it short. You know what I mean? How am I going to do this in a way that doesn't make her feel crappy? And and we had actually got to the point where we had quiet times. Like, oh, I, I said her name, so I think I just had to stop and edit that out real quick. But I'm not quite sure where I left off at. But anyway, uh, sometimes we would just, you know, and we had got to the point where uh, we could just have these chill moments. You know, it's just like, Julie, we're just going to sit here and be quiet quiet and be still and we're just gonna allow nature and the the night air and stuff to you know speak to us we're just gonna we're, we're gonna allow the silence to motivate us and and that was something that I was like heavily trying to you know I am heavily trying to uh approach in my life that silence uh, not having to run my mouth, uh, not having to say a lot of words, just to to find that power of silence. And so there was something that me and her would do together. You know, it's like I want to try to figure this out, and we would be we would be silent. You know, we would be on our phones or whatever. But you know, and I'd be like, ah, so addicted to this phone, and I got to deal with that, and blah 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 blah. You know, what I mean, but you know, but we were silent. And I would, and there would be times when I would help her understand that, you know, we got to speak about the good. We can't just speak about the bad. We got to speak about the good because the more we speak about good, the more good happens, the more we speak about bad, the bad happens. And so it would be times when, um, I, she got that and she would speak about good and her face would light up. Her eyes would, would be like, 
like a little kid's eyes excited, you know, because they're getting a toy or a gift or something. You know what I mean? It, it, it was just like this amazing transformation. It would be like a little kid in her came out. She would be so happy. And that was so fulfilling. Um, that was so beautiful to see. Other times, <laughs> she was, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, this world too evil. I, uh-uh, no, I, I can't ignore what's going on right now. You know, I was like, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. You know what I mean? So, so, um, I just, you know, really found the appreciation and the fact that she's a really good person, you know, but she doesn't have a caseworker. Nobody's in her corner to help her figure it out and get to the next level. And nobody is like, people haven't been in my corner to kind of figure it out and help me deal with the mania, you know, and things of that nature. And that's fine. It's not their job. And it's it's my responsibility to deal with it and to not stress people out. So, you know, but I have the capacity to recognize it and be able to uh, to function from that place of awareness. And she doesn't, she doesn't, nobody's, she doesn't have the capacity to do that. Somebody has to sit down and be really patient with her really be able to endure, really be able to look at her as a beautiful person that, that, that wants to be free and she doesn't know how. Just like I want to be free and, I, and I'm trying to figure out how. And a lot of us want to be free in certain areas of our life and we just haven't figured out how yet. But um, I, I get that people look at her as an undesirable like she's not, she's not a, she's not a, she's not necessary. She's, well, she's not essential. You know, she's not a factor because I've been looked at like that and it's okay. You know what I mean? So, but you know, it's just kind of like caught up with her now where we live and they want her to go, you know, and they kind of like, you know, have, you know, probably legally have grounds to like dismiss her, terminate her lease or whatever. I don't know. Um, I mean, I say legal and, and that's the only word I can use is because they legally, they can, they can do that. Um, but I was so emotional about it because I know what kind of good heart she has. She has a heart of gold. She has a heart that a lot of us so-called good people don't have. <laughs> just, she just does. I know for a fact right now, I know I can stand on this. I stand on this 100%. They can knock on her door right now. It is 11.51 p.m. They could literally knock on her door right now and say, get the fuck out. No. Damn your shit. Damn all of this. Get out right now. We don't give a damn where you go. Get the hell out. And she would, uh, she would go. And she was walking down the hall and somebody popped out and pulled a gun on the... The manager that was putting her out, she would, without any second thought or hesitation, protect her and give her life. Legit be ready to die. Legit is not going to let her get shot. And that's the person that she is. And we are so busy judging people and can't be bothered and stuff like that, that we don't get to see that soul in them. You know, 
I've seen her cry, you know, over a death in her family that she's not got over with yet. You know, I've seen, I've heard her pain. And nobody gets to hear her pain or, 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 or her pain is invalid or there's just things she should do to get it together. And you know what I mean? You know, you can't, how you tell her to get case management and she feels like the whole world is against her. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she doesn't know what to do. You know, and she's not young anymore. None of us are young anymore. So, you know, being evicted and stuff, that's a that's a tough one. You know, and I'm very worried because if she's evicted out of public housing, you're evicted out of public housing, you don't get another chance. You do not get another chance. It's over. You never get public housing again anywhere in the United States ever again. You get evicted, it's done. It's a wrap. She's not young. Like some of the young people get evicted from housing, but they just got to go out there and work and work harder. You know, now they got this obstacle against them, but they can push through it. They can figure out a way. Certain age, it's hard to figure out a way. <laughs> Especially when you have these types of emotional and mental issues going on. I do know that she loves the Lord with all her heart. I know that she has sat there and talked to me about uh, uh about loving people and not you know some people just recently took our car and trashed it and uh, uh I just kept saying you better go get your car and she was like I don't know those are good friends I'm like I don't know I think she's gonna get your car and she just didn't have the money to have a tow right then and there and when she went to go get her car they had trashed it junked it tore it up even more like and she her words to me was shame on them Shame on them. It's okay and shame on them. And and that was it. That was it. That was that was it. And she was just trying to figure out the next step in life. You tear up some of my mind? Oh my goodness. <laughs> my car? What? <laughs> my home? You come in here and knock my damn TV down. <laughs> you come up and Take my phone and throw it on the ground. We <laughs> gonna have a problem, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and she was just like, "Shame on them." And so, I the pressure in her mind that she has to fight everything, the system, everybody's against her, nobody cares, you know, the paranoia that comes with her level of PTSD that I totally get, all of this, and they're saying that this is the reason why she has to go, because she's not uh, compliant because of these things and stuff like that, you know, if you knock on her door, she ain't too quick to open that door, and will probably tell you no, you know, because, you know, her level of paranoia, you know what I mean? Um, and it's just like, uh, it was such upsetting, it was so upsetting to me because it's like, we don't get it. And so we kind of like, they become undesirables. And, and so we kind of throw them to the wolves and it's like, somebody has to like, you, you legit, this old woman, you know what I mean? You legit just kind of throw her out. She doesn't have case management. She doesn't have this. She doesn't have that. 
You 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 legit. I'm not gonna take time to figure out where her next. But it's not their, it's not their apartment complex deal. It's not their, it's not their issue. They don't have to do that. It's not their job. It may be unethical for them to get involved. But who gets involved? Who gets involved? And then when you say these things to her, she's gonna be like, it's gonna trigger all her stuff. You know, you need case management. You need this, you need that. That's going to trigger it. You have to know that when you're trying, when they, when, 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 when you go to help uh, uh, lifeguards. <laughs> so if you, you have, uh, if you're doing lifeguard training, they have to train you the importance of understanding that when you go to rescue the drowning, they are going to fight you because they're in a frantic place of, 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 of fear, you know, they're trying to survive. They're trying to live and not die in that very moment. And they are, their mind is so in such a fearful place. Uh, they're going, a lot of them will fight you. Uh, you'll be trying to rescue them and they'll fight you. You know what I mean? So it, we have to understand that. You know, uh, and we we don't really understand that. And so it's just like, who helps her? Who advocates for her? Who makes sure that she's not out there thrown in a homeless situation? It's like, not my job, not my deal. She better call somebody and get case management and stuff like that. And it's just like, I have to advocate for her. I have to advocate on her behalf because I know what that's like. And not advocate for, you know, y'all shouldn't put her out and blah, 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 blah. That's, that, you know, okay, y'all, let's look at this situation for what it really is because, you know, you're looking at her as she's just an undesirable. She's a nuisance and stuff like that. And, she, you know what I mean? And whatever. But you have to. Whose responsibility is not to make sure that she gets the help she needs? Because everybody understands she needs help, right? Everybody understands that. But it's not my job to make sure she gets it, right? We run around, we say we love God, we love Yah, we love Allah, we love Jesus, you know, but we will look at these people and get frustrated and assume, you know, pray for them, hope they make it home, hope you're not, what, what's the song say, um, hope you, what does it say about the wave? You know, you can ride the wave, not be overtaken or whatever. But, you know, what I mean, and uh, but then we see people like her and and what can we do? You know, it's a hard knock life. You know what I mean? And these, she loves, she loves the Lord with all her heart. And she's tired. That was what she said to me. She's like, you know, I, 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 need, I need God to understand that I'm tired. And he has more faith in me than he should right now. And I need him to stop having all this faith in me because I'm tired. I'm done. And that made me cry.
Because I get it. And on one level, that's a place where we need to be. It's a place of surrender. But on another hand, it's a place to be because we don't know how to. It's just like everything is a fight and a struggle and I'm tired. And I never win. I don't win. You know what I mean? And when you're not, you know, really understanding life on life's terms and, and how grace and mercy and love works, you, you have all this pressure upon you. Like, I have to make this happen. I have to, you know, nobody's there. You know what I mean? And God isn't there because keeps allowing these things to happen. And you know what I mean? I've been there so many times. I get it. So it hurt my heart. So it's just like me trying to have uh, get out of my emotions, you know, and get into a, a place of like, I have to at least try to try to get her. Somebody needs to like try to get her pointed in the right direction. And how does this work? And how do I advocate on her behalf to try to make sure she gets the help that she needs because she loses her housing and she's not young anymore. I mean, and she's thrown out here to the wolves. And then what is life? And we look at a lot of homeless people like they need to, they shouldn't be homeless and they could get it together and come on now. But anyway, talking about pressure, there's so much, we, we apply so much pressure on each other. So I'm going to use this this COVID thing to, to the, the vaccine. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the vax because this is just meant highly disturbing to me. Highly, highly disturbing. And and it's all the good people that, that are out there doing it. I'm just going to say it. It's the good people. It's us good people. It's us holy people. It's us righteous people. It's, you know, all us woke people, us conscious people, and uh, we're the main ones doing it. So uh, you either, it's like there's a great division, either you should get the vax, and if you're not getting vaccinated, you're putting my life in danger, and how dare you, and they need to make it mandatory for everybody, because this shit is never going to end, and everybody's dying. And then on this other hand, you got, uh, if you get vexed, this is going to happen and this is going to happen and this is going to happen and you don't want to wake up. You don't want to see it. You just want to be scared. You just want to, and all this stuff. And nobody is coming from a place of love and compassion. Not the holy people aren't doing it. A lot of the holy people are not doing it. You better not get vaccinated, and if you do, and when this happens, I told you so. And over here, if you don't believe in getting vaccinated, and I'm watching people die, who do you think you are? You know what I mean? It's just, we're pitted against each other, just like we're pitted against each other on what is the right uh, religion to believe in, and oh, I'm not in religion, I'm in a nation, and oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, and, uh, and yeah, well, I'm Christian, and the Bible, you know what I mean, just all this 
stuff and we're pitted against each other. I watched in my own faith how we've argued back and forth over just what is his name? <laughs> what is his name? You know, and I watch the Christians look at us. At least we, at least we agree upon his name. You know what I mean? We're not tripping on that. You know what I mean? And we, we are just pitting ourselves against each other. And I've had a long time to sit and think about this because it's been times in my past where I felt the exact same way about anybody that would get vaccinated. How dare you? You know what I mean? And these vaccines are all evil and they have aborted fetus in them and blah, 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 ammonia, da, 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 you know what I mean? And that was, that would be my rant. So I'm not here to even begin to address what my personal stance is. Because my personal stance, after sitting back and observing all of this and going back through my mind of what, how I felt like that and I was so strong about that and, you know, and where am I now with that and just looking at the intensity of it, it's just like in freaking sane. And it, it's insane because it's not like, because it's us holy people that are doing it. It's us awake, righteous people that are doing it. And we are literally pitting ourselves against each other behind this vaccine. To the point where I, I mean, I'm reading posts. I'm watching posts. I'm reading. I'm looking at this. I participated in it. I participated in it. Yes, I did. And um, just really, uh, but watching how this is evolving, um, and it's really like, if you get vaccinated, I have no mercy for you. I, I told you, that's on you. You should know better. You know what I mean? And, it, and, it, it, and we're just angry. The vaccinated are angry at those that refuse a vaccine. And the, the unvaccinated are, are angry at those that, are, that, 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 that take the vaccine. Everybody's pissed off at each other and the reason I'm angry about it is because third John verse 2 says I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in good health and so when I look for this verse in 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 when I see the vaccines and the on vaccines and I'm looking for the this verse, like where is this verse at in their, in their, uh, in their language, in their, in their, in their, you know, their passion right now to either do or either don't. And I don't see it. It's just kind of like shame on you and you're stupid, you know? Um, and, uh, so let's start breaking that down a little bit. So even though I am one that doesn't believe in the vaccine, yeah, I am. But I want to say this too. If, if I am saying, screaming at the top of my lungs, you know, better not get vaccinated and this is why, you know what I mean? And blah, 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 blah. And say, say, 500 people, you know, start inboxing me and texting me and calling me and talking about, I, I hear you loud and clear and I'm not going to get vaccinated. And, you know, 
I and all 500 people have their jobs are demanding that they get vaccinated and they have heard my war cry and they are just in agreement we will not get vaccinated. Um, this is the question. What can I do to help them now? Because they're got families, <laughs> they got they got they got wives and kids, they got husbands and you know, kids or whatever, they got they got they got sick mothers, you know, and or sick children or sick family members and they need a certain type of uh uh medication that requires a certain type of insurance to be able to cover that medication or they wouldn't be able to afford it and they would die. You know what I mean? So what what am I what am I gonna do with those people? So I so if five hundred people do it, could I help five hundred like sustain them? Do I have the resources to even sustain them? Do I even know what direction to point them into when they go home and tell their pregnant wife and three little ones, uh, I quit my job because I ain't getting vaccinated. You know what I mean? And what 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 am I supposed to do to help them? So out of five hundred, could I even help fifty? Could, could, could I provide any type of resources or assistance for 50? Out of that 50, could I provide for five uh, families? Out of five families, could I provide for one person in their household? Could I move them in my house? Because they're going to get evicted if they have a family member that is relying upon that medication and they have to have this type of insurance to make sure they have the type of health uh, care that they need. Can I cover them? Can I cover that expense? Can I can I feed them? Can I feed them and their children? You know, can I do these things? So. Going past is you better get not get vaccinated or else. What is the or else? What happens when people want to listen? Because see, you don't put a whole bunch of pressure out there. We're putting a lot of pressure to get vaccinated. We're putting a lot of pressure out there to not get vaccinated. Huge amounts of pressure. When I ask people, did you get vaccinated? I'm hearing them explain to me why they had to get vaccinated. Not even a simple yes or no, but yeah, I did. And this is why, you know, because I had to, because da, 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 da. you know, I mean, because we're under pressure to explain. This is why I, 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 this is why I decided to do it. You know, and this is why, you know, I mean, it's, and I want to bring up another point about that. This is something I know for a fact, and if you and you have to like hear me out on this, I have throughout all of history, uh, we have always it's been it's been people who have always knew something was dangerous, but they did it because they were going to provi- provide for their family. Come high hell to water, it didn't matter. It's people that have taken. Uh, uh, jobs in coal mines and they know that that coal mine is going to deteriorate their lungs, their body is going to weaken them, it's going to take them out they could probably come out with lung cancer they've been seeing this happen but but this job is available for me 
is going to provide for my family. My family will be taken care of. I don't care about my health. I care about when I do die, my family is covered. They have what they need. And they did it. You know, they 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 legit did it. It's tons and tons and tons of stories of people that do these things. I have to have my I seen a post on Facebook and it was asking a question if your mother sold ass to uh, provide for you as a child, does that make her a whore? Does that make her a prostitute? Does that make her a hoe? I'm so angry. <laughs> so incredibly angry. Like, but I'm not going to go into that, but it's just like, <laughs> We 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 just are not gonna honor the fact that 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 she did what she felt she needed to do to put the next meal on the table or to get the light bill or whatever it was. Are you freaking kidding me now? But damn all that is she a hoe? <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? So we just shot out all of what the integrity and the extent that she went to for the love of her child. We we just shot all that down. We we did not have a conversation about, you know, I see people, women that are single parents and I know they don't have the ends and I know they're probably in situations like this or should, you know, are faced with situations like this all the time to kind of make it through. And I am going to try to be a mentor in that person's life and I'm going to try to drop some groceries off, you know, or something and kind of help that family because I think they're really trying to make it and I know it's hard. We, we're, we're not, is she a hoe? <laughs> That's what it was. That was the question. Is she a hoe? Um, so our thinking is really distorted. Our thinking is very, very distorted. There was a show on TV. Uh, I don't remember what the name of it is. Don't even let me try. But in this show, the way they captured people was, it was a really good movie too. It was really good. But, you know, they found people who, and there's been a couple movies out there like that. So you probably seen one of them, but where they would where they would find people i think it was called the the game i think i think that's what the name of that movie was was called the game or something like that but anyway they were uh uh if it wasn't the game it was something else but anyway if people like they would go to people like i know that you know your 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 mama dying or your child is dying you know and they need a, a certain surgery or you don't have close to that money but if you're willing to do this, put it all on the line and suffer this right here. We will deposit uh, uh, $5 million in your bank account or $10 million or whatever, and your family will be taken care of for life, but you are going to suffer for this. You know, you're going to have to, you know, or you're going to have to do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and, but we'll do that for you. And it's a no-brainer. It's a, it's a freaking no-brainer, like, okay, yeah. This gonna save my child. This gonna save my mom. This gonna save my husband. What? I'm in. I I I I legit don't care. I'm in. You know. And they did it. So 
we but we don't have any uh, uh we don't have the mindset to sit there and think about what that really looks like for somebody to have to go home and tell their pregnant wife and children or whatever uh we I quit you know we we but furthermore we don't have any resources in place i see no facebook posts no body no nothing is saying hey we don't want these people to be vaccinated and we need to figure out a way to give them an alternative you know if they have to walk away from their job we have to figure out resources to help them survive and be able to stand strong we're not we don't give two shits about that and we'll justify what you need to do where your faith need to be and how you're gonna have to trust the lord and it, it we'll do that uh if i go to i have some surgeries that i i have two surgeries that i need right now um <clears throat> And I haven't had them yet because I don't know what to do with my beagle. <laughs> so I'm going to be like not able to get around for uh, maybe a couple months. I don't know. But I don't know what to do with my beagle. Who's going to take my beagle out to use the bathroom and stuff like that. I don't know what to do. So I've been neglecting these surgeries. But it's just kind of like... Uh, <sighs> If they say, okay, now if you want the surgery, you're going to have to take the vaccine. I'm, you know, I, that would be a no brainer for me because these surgeries is not going to, uh, uh, it will affect my quality of life at some point, but it won't, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to be in any, any type of excessive, you know, chronic illness or anything like that. So I can, I can, I could walk away, but you know, it would be my choice that I, I, I would be comfortable with walking away. But um <laughs> but what if uh what 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 if you know it was your child or something and your child uh came up with this terminal illness or okay let's not even even go there and just make it all dramatic and stuff like that. We don't even have to do that. Like let's just say let's just say uh your child broke a bone. Like they were playing, they fell, and this bone is snapped in their leg completely snapped and you have to take them to the doctor you have no choice and they get there and they kind of like stabilize the child a little bit you know what i mean get some pain meds and stuff but then they come to you and say look if in order for us to go through give this child the surgery to you know fix the broken bone and stuff they're gonna have to be vaccinated you're gonna have to be vaccinated are you going to take your child? Are you going to say, oh, hell no, and grab your child and take your child home with this literally broken, literally broken bone in their leg that's in two pieces? <laughs> and say, well, you know, baby, I know. I know you're suffering. I know you're going to die. I know you're going to get infections. I know this is not going to, you're not going to survive this. <laughs> it's going to be a long way to death, you know, but we're not getting that damn vaccine, you know what I mean, is this what you're going to do, uh, 
So, but, and, and, and I'm using some pretty extreme examples, but I'm using examples that is as extreme as they may sound. They're very realistic. If you really sit and think about it, they're very realistic. So if they were to say, in order for you to have medical care, you have to be vaccinated. I mean, so under those guises, you know, it's just taking it a step further because that might be the next thing. Like we're not not operating on you. We're not doing anything. Like if that were to happen, maybe that would never happen. But if it were to happen, and my point is that not for you to sit here and nitpick that would never happen and blah, 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 blah. I, it's not to nitpick that because we do know this is happening uh, with schools and jobs and universities and stuff like it is happening restaurants certain establishments if you can't show that you're vaccinated you can't come in here like these things are definitely happening so let's just not get stuck on the examples that i get let's get stuck on what the actual point is so what are my points first of all i want you to not do it but I'm not searching out resources for you to say, hey, so, okay, so if domestic violence, let's just, if somebody needs to leave, a woman needs to leave her abusive husband because he keeps beating her, raping her, taking all her money, whatever, but they have a sick child and that child needs that father's income to provide the insurance, you know, or whatever. And, you know, or, 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 or whatever the hell it is, or she's never worked, you know, she got married very young and she's never had to work or she doesn't have any skills or anything, but she's got four kids and she leaves him. Where is she going to go? What is she going to do? You know what I mean? Or uh, you have to give that woman resources. You have to have resources in place so that she can feel safe enough to leave and kind of know that this is going to be rough, but I will be okay. You know, this luxurious life I had outside of getting my ass beat, it's going to be okay. You know what I mean? And if you don't have these resources for her, or she asks you this, well, where am I supposed to go? Well, okay, currently there's no... Uh, uh, there's no uh, battered women's shelters. They're taking beds today in your area and blah, 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 blah. You know, wait, wait, wait. What is she supposed to do? They have thought that through and they have found ways to have resources for these women so when they leave their abusers, it may not be easy. It It may cause for a lot of sacrifices, but we have resources in place to help you start your life over again and you can uh, get through this and we're here to support you and we've sought out these different things you know what I mean so we don't even have resources for people so we, we're not even thinking about okay is that our prayer we need resources for these people so that you know when we tell them don't get vaccinated we can guide them into a, 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 a an alternative direction we're, we're not thinking about that we're not thinking about the person that is in one of these situations that I just gave as possible examples or whatever. We, we're we not thinking about that. We just know that we're just putting a lot of pressure on you to not be vaccinated. And what would the person that's not going to be? Well, I mean, I stand firm on not being vaccinated, but 
given the right set of circumstances, I might get vaccinated. You know what I mean? Given the right set of circumstances, I may just get vaccinated. Oh, I just know the non-vaxxers are just spitting on me right now. They're literally spitting on me. <laughs> and, uh, but, it, I mean, they say, well, you know, and we'll use these Bible verses. What is the profit of man to gain the world and lose his soul? Blah. I don't want to hear none of this shit. Let's just deal with what the hell I'm talking about. And what I'm talking about is we apply all these pressures on people through what our understanding of the way a situation should be navigated or or a thought process or action or wherever it is should be navigated and will apply so much pressure to that person and stress them out and make them feel like this is something that they have to do. That's an extreme amount of pressure to put on people. And then you can't even actually help them if they do it. You just really can't. But if they turn into a zombie, I got a gun to shoot your ass. Ah, <laughs> got lots of them. <laughs> so anyway, so that's my thing about pressure. Just using the vaccines because it's just like the perfect, uh, it, it's just like the perfect example to use right now to just like explain this thing of pressure. When I started my podcast, it was people that told me my podcast was evil and God was going to destroy me for my podcast. And they had to let me know uh, that God was going to destroy me because they didn't want that blood stain on their hand. Like, 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 yeah, people came at me. And had I probably came to those exact same people and been like, you know, I'm thinking about starting a podcast and, you know, let's just talk about it. I want you to guide me through it and help me, you know, kind of get ready to, you know, do this. I want you to kind of like be my backbone. Oh, yeah. Then it would have been a successful thing anointed by the most high. Right. Right. OK, so we're not going to go there either. <laughs> you know, I I somebody said that if you're not totally healed, if you're not completely healed, you you can't you can't you can't can't help anybody. You're going to be ineffective. You're not effective. You can't be. <laughs> that goes uh, against everything my podcast represents because I'm not completely healed and I'm here to talk about the journey <laughs> to wholeness and try how I'm stumbling trying to figure it out and how I've made horrible mistakes and how I'm trying, how I have rectified some of these behaviors and how I, I, I how I'm starting to wake up and figure it out. But according to some people, I ha I cannot be effective because I am not completely healed. So things like that put huge amounts of pressure on people. I have put so much pressure on people in the past because I felt like this was the way, you know, I, I, I did it to my youngest son. You know, I did it to my best friend. You know, I mean, I've done this putting so much pressure on people because I feel like this is the way it needs to be done. This is wrong. Or, this, you know, this is what, and just put an insane amount of pressure on them and no support. And this was my best way to support you is to show you the way, the truth and the light, you know, I'm not just even thinking about, let me just support them through this moment. And let's just figure out how can we get through this and how can I be a good friend? You know what I mean? And, so then when I look at Judy, she in her mind, it's just constant, constant, constant pressure. 
constant pressure, constant pressure, constant pressure, constant, constant, constant pressure. And what, and nobody has time because it's not like she's sad and depressed and people are just like, oh, she's sad and depressed and let me just comfort her and feel sorry for her. No, it's an annoyance. It's annoying. I'm too busy. I ain't got time for this shit. You know, (laughs) and you know, I'm grateful. It made everything that I have, that I went through, it made it all worth it in that very moment of knowing her and becoming her friend and genuinely caring about her. It made it 100% worth it. It made it 100% worth it because I still struggle with it. And I still have just recently, uh, in the past several months, lost friends, lost somebody I really admired. Because I I, I just kind of went to my manic stage. And I was kind of like glorifying them, thinking that they were just going to really take me places in life that I needed to be. And it crashed. It hurt my, it was a punch in the gut. And, and 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 they never came back and said, "Look, let's, let's try to resolve that." That was kind of uh, let's try to resolve that. And I know that they didn't come back and and try to resolve that because just assume good riddance, <laughs> you know what I mean. And and me having to eat that, me not uh, having to sit here and look at what they were wrong and blah 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 blah, and how dare they and shame on them and all this stuff just. Me really realizing that 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 yeah, yeah, I have this problem. If I don't get it under control, it doesn't. It, I I can't just walk around mandating who should put up with me and to what level and to what extent and all this stuff. Because nobody has to. I have to take control of this. I have to be very mindful that this is a distraction, and we live in a world where people just don't. Soon, soon you soon you just go fuck off like really, and that's how they look at her. And I'm grateful for everything that I went through because I do understand her. And when she sees me, I am a safe person for her. And I think sometimes she knows that she's kind of like overdoing it. You know, like I can't handle it right now. But she knows that I'm not going to abandon her, even if I have to pull the conversation to a, a, a close after five or ten minutes and go inside or whatever, you know, or walk away or whatever. She knows that 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 when she sees me the next day, I'm not I'm not, I'm not facetious. I don't I don't not enjoy her presence. She knows that I'm her friend. I really genuinely care about her. I I she's genuinely helped me. I genuinely have very strong feelings about her. She is definitely a friend of mine. So it makes it all worth it. And I don't have to be healed from mania to get that. Or to be an effective friend. And uh, 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 maybe just being a friend to somebody is not really the calling of the most high. You know, the Lord didn't really, you know, that's really not important. Like, that's good. Pat on the head. Pat on the back. But that's really not important. This really has nothing to do with saving souls or anything like that, you know. (laughs) And that's fine, too. I don't, I don't need to be the savior. I don't need to have great gifts and be able to go out there and heal everybody and direct everybody to the, the place of peace and, and, and exhaustion, you know what I mean, where they get... I, I don't need to do anything like that. I helped. I truly, genuinely had a beautiful opportunity to see the good in her 
and to take things that she had to offer that were really helping me along my journey. And just really being grateful that I can humble myself to do that <laughs> and receive the gifts, you know, and, and, and walk in patience and, and understanding and, and walk in character and really see her as a beautiful person and really genuinely want the best for her and see no harm come to her and really want to kind of help her in any way that I possibly can. Not that I'm, I, I, I've made it through. And so, you know, now I'm over here and I just know, I kind of know how to help her now. No, just, just doing what I think I was called to do. And that's to have love and compassion and understand that and being able to vibrate from that, from that, from that extent. And this is what I'm talking about. Vibration. Our vibration is so low. We sit up here and we deem what is good and what's not good. And everything is either fail or pass, good or bad. You know, it's, it's either acceptable or unacceptable. You know, it's, it, it, you know, we all have these categories that we're putting everybody in. Our ego is judging everybody. We use good things to call people bad. So, We'll, we'll use a scripture to show somebody that you are just not there and you don't. And the whole time, the most high, the Lord has been using them to do exactly what he wanted them to do or to be exactly where he needs them to be. So he can take their lives and heal their pain. <laughs> and because I got it this way and this is the steps that I took to get there, then these are the steps that you need to take to get there too because your situation is just like mine. And you don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know what that person exactly has to do. You know, I mean, I, I'll do anything but have love and compassion for that person. I'll do anything. How dare you gauge with my ability to do something or my inability to do something? How dare you? You know, I mean, and that's what we do. We pit ourselves against each other and we're all functioning from a low vibration. I had to confront somebody a while back and say, look, I've been kind of like rough around the edges with you and I need to apologize for that because I was just really, you know, I'm trying to heal from some things, you know what I mean? And I can't just look at you as like... You're my enemy and you're the one that caused that. And you should be, you know what I mean? I have to look at the fact that we all were in bad places. And, you know, what was going on in your life that maybe caused you to be that way? And have compassion and, you know what I mean? And just make it, let it be okay. Just like legit, let it be okay. doesn't have to be like podium to stand on and shine or 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 to cry or to or or to rant or to whatever it is you know but we are really all functioning from a low vibration when we have to sit here and scream our case and and scream our point and scream our views and and do it all in the name of consciousness wokeness spirituality uh Religion, nation, tribes, whatever it is. There's a whole array of beautiful things that you can use to demonize people or to remind people that you're not good enough. And all these opportunities are supposed to be the opportunities where we pray and have love and compassion for people. 
you know, if you get vaccinated, I want the best for you. I want you to not any hurt, harm, or danger to come from you. If, if you don't get vaccinated, I don't want to see you catch the COVID. I don't want to see you lose your job. I don't want to see you have to suffer great loss because this is your personal decision and this is what you feel comfortable with. And I, I, I want the best for you. I don't hear anybody really screaming that, you know. I, I don't hear anybody crying out loud about that. And uh, again, yeah, I participated in that. I feel very strongly, and people are crazy if they get vaccinated. They bet the hell not, and for whatever reasons that I chose. And and, and, and it's wrong, and I'm, and I'm glad I came out of that state of mind that this is my choice. And whether I agree with what you do in your life or not, I should still want the best to genuinely want the best for you instead of telling people what they can't do because they're not ready maybe i need to just really uh make the prayer you know we're all in different places and none of us have truly arrived and and, and please allow this person to be a blessing to others you know and and, and and where we're all at, may we all start healing and may we all be a blessing to others as we heal. May we all, you know, may you use us all in your kingdom work. May you use us all to reach others no matter where we are in life. But, you know, instead we're just going to make these profound statements, you know, that, that make the next person not enough. And we're vibrating from such a low level of energies from such a low vibration it's not from a place of love it's from a place of condemnation it's from a place of of, of devalue it's from a place of of of, of where we're really not healed because when we really are healed and we really get it that those words would never come out of our mouth they say we're all over the place. We take all these good things and we call good evil and we call evil good. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. And a lot of so-called woke people, so-called conscious people, so-called religious people, so-called uh, whatever it is that is so-called, we, we, we wrong. We are wrong. We are wrong. And let me tell you something. It's the hardest thing in life is to tell a good person that they're doing something wrong, that they're doing something that's not good. To tell somebody that goes out there their whole life is centered around helping other people, making a difference and making a change. To go to that person, that person is genuinely good, genuinely care, genuinely does not hurt, harm, or danger to people, genuinely has love and compassion. To go to that person and say, you're, you're wrong right here. Them are the hardest people in the world to confront. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Somebody that has it all together to come to them and say you don't have it all together. <laughs> and that's why we don't have it all together because we don't even know how to have somebody, how, 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 how to uh, accept that. And it's really hard for good people, really, really hard for good people to have to take a look and think, maybe I have been causing chaos here. Maybe I have been wrong here. Maybe I do need to take a look at this, you know. So, so that pressure is a mother, right? 
And I'm going to end the podcast with this song called Pressure. Because the, the lyrics in the song say, Pressure pressure can make you fold. Pressure can, all, and can also uh, bring diamonds out of coal, you know. Pressure can pressure can do exactly that. It can do it can do either or. It can make you or break you. It really can. It can also it can also put you in situations where people assume put your ass out and let you figure it out, knowing that you need help, but they just tired and it ain't my job. <laughs> It'll also make you lose good friends because, yeah, you are stumbling and you ain't getting it right and and, and, and you're getting on people's nerves and they just assume not deal with you. They, they, they don't want to go further with you. And you can't blame them. You have to just keep working on you. You know, I, I can't blame anybody that says she's too much. I'm not dealing with her. I can't blame them. Because I'm never going to learn how to love myself while I'm blaming you because you don't love me or in this area of my life. I can't I, I can't keep judging you. I can't keep allowing my ego to dictate and measure where you are in your life in this area, that area, this, that, and the other. Because that's why I can't accept the parts, those parts in my life. That is why I can't. Set my way, can't set my flaws, can't accept this, can't accept that. Low deep down inside, low key, I don't feel good about myself about this. And, and I don't know how to love those places. And I did that whole recording called, um, um, How Can You Tell Me to Love Harmony? Because I hate harmony. And it's just like, how do you tell me to love myself when I hate so many things about me? Pressure. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thy are with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thy prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thy anoints my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
that pressure make it bold. I'm so afraid that same pressure make diamonds out of coal. I've been on the road trying to keep it in the road. I'm gonna make it to the ladder, at least that's what I suppose. I just gotta keep it cool. I just gotta keep it cool. I can't let this pressure on me explode. I'm just trying to keep it all together, mind and mind. I ain't trying to be a minor, screaming fire in the hole. And that's where your word come in play. I read it, I do what it say. Grace and mercy's brand new every day. Long as I follow you, keep leading the way. You told me joy comes and I'm on it I just need your patience while waiting on it, yeah People distortion us want it And you want me to stand firm on your word And I'll fold under pressure Thank you for the pressure.